When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Do you know what? 89, Jesus Christ, banging on the door, 90s. Oh, we're Jesus nearly there. We're nearly on the 100th episode. We're working on getting a venue for the UK. Oh, we have a venue for the UK. We're working on dates for the dates UK. Dates for it, yeah, for just sends it back to them there. And then we're trying to get a venue in Dublin for February for the 100th episode. And PJ's working on that. So as you can imagine, because he's juggling his balls. And I don't mean like as in a work term, I just mean generally he's juggling his yeah, balls. Yeah, not as in last week's podcast where it's actually a physical thing. It's a metaphorical ball juggle. No, it's probably. If you know what I mean. Exactly what it is. Um, oh, do you know what I have to say? Uh, I am loving, um, which is a great little hero of the week. Uh, Irish Cumble. Have you seen these paddy boxes? Oh yeah, I have. It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant shit. Yeah. So it's like if you if you are away and you want like a bag of Irishness, a box full of Irishness. Does this company? I don't know how nobody has done this before. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like I suppose, especially considering they? there's less Irish people away than there has ever been before. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Loads but it's great. Home now. It's like if you're away and then you want Irish things, shit, you miss. The Brits won't really understand a lot of this because yeah. it's such an Irish thing. The old, but sort like Mikados and Tato crisps and Denny rashers, Denny rashers, Denny like sausages or Clonakilty sausages, whatever the fuck Jacob's it is. Jacob's digestives and dib dabs and lions bars tea bags. All of that shit. But stuff that Irish people essentially live on. Man, there's a new company called the Paddy Box, and uh, I just saw them on Instagram the other day. I was like, "That's very clever." And also, by the way, Pidge the Pigeon. Ah, it's great, isn't it? Have you seen the carrier Pidge the Pigeon rocks around him? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's a little, amazing. A little Louis Vuitton number. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great, isn't you it? You can fucking adopt me if you're going to carry me around Louis Vuitton. I, I just love that. that story so much. We were talking about, I don't know, it's a few weeks ago now, yeah. about the Instagram account, this woman who saved a pigeon on O'Connell Street. She listens to us now as well. Oh, brilliant. Uh, and she saved a pigeon and then she brought it home to our gaff and got it all sort of surgery, surgically done. Pid to be alive. Pigeon on uh, on Instagram. It's so funny. She put up a, a video the other day, and it's like Pidge standing at the window because Pidge can't fly anywhere, so she just no. he lives in her gaff, like. And uh, Pidge at the window, she's <laughs> playing TLC Creep. She's like Pidge is having a creep out the window. It's like so uh, creep. A little Pidge is just sitting there going. Have a little look out the window. Poor little pig. But I told you it was a real heartwarming thing, didn't I? It is. Do you know what? Even for me, a cold-hearted bitch when it comes to animals, I like Pidge the Pigeon. I wonder where he does his, his sort of toilets now. Look, he goes around in a little Louis Vuitton I know, he's got a little like. proper fancy bag. Like It's like a cat bag for a really fancy cat, but it's a little she's fucking gick now. She's on the way to the avian vet. Avian doctor over in there, wherever it was. Bray. It's Bray, yeah. So there you go. Uh, going on the bus in his Louis Vuitton bag. I mean, if you had to get on the bus, at least you're in a Louis no That's the job. If you've no wing, if your wing is all bollocks, at least you've got a fancy sort of kit. If you're feeling low, just have a look at Pidge the Pigeon. That's what I say. Oh, and it'll Jesus. make it'll make you feel better about yourself. Oh, come here. What's it now? Did we talk about this Twitter account um, before, dear David? No, I haven't heard of this. Have what you is not it? heard of this? Right. What is it? So basically, there's this guy in America, I think. And he started to tweet 
about essentially a ghost that lives in his apartment, right? Oh, we did talk, did we about, talk about, him? about him. We did talk about him, yeah. He's fucking back, PJ. Adam I smell Ellis a rat with name. this lad now. Something I don't believe a word of this fucker something now. Something has to be coming like soon, right? I don't believe this lad at all. You, but I, I it's, can't, it's I can't, good. I can't zoom in on the pictures, right? So then, poor who follows the uh, Dublin podcast Twitter. Uh, so he's like, it's been about four months since I've Adam Alice is his name, by the way, and um, Moby underscore Dickout is his handle on Twitter. Now you see the way the credibility starts to go straight away. He's verified though; he's half a million. Well, followers. I'm verified, and my show That's is called true. Dickhead. And would you believe a fucking word I say? No. You know what I mean? If I was going on about ghosts and me gaff, you wouldn't believe a word I was saying. But but uh, I sorry, I'm being an ignorant pig here. This Go might on. be long, <laughs> but stick with me. Last night I dreamed about him again. So basically, a couple of months ago, he dreamed about this kid, David, or a vision David that lives in the house, and then but he's moved, and then the chair was gone. Um, last night I dreamed about him again it was almost exact same as the first time I saw him in the dream I saw him in the chair again I don't have that green chair in my room anymore this time it was a recliner I've had for years he was staring right at me like the first time again I felt paralysed It could and could barely move but this time something was different shit myself already <laughs> I still feel mostly immobile but I could squirm just a little bit I felt more alert I could move my hands somewhat David glared at me and I was dreaded as I knew what was coming he was going to get out of the chair and come towards me like before I had to do something I kept my phone next to me and somehow I managed to get a hold of it I thought if David's going to kill me maybe I can get at least the evidence on my phone so I started snapping pictures in the dark sure enough he crawled off the chair and began to shuffling towards me he moved slowly like it was a struggle for him I felt terrified so do I Adam but I kept taking photos. David limped closer towards me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon I was face to face with him. He started murmuring something too quiet for me to understand. I watched his eyes roll back in his hand, head until they were almost white. I tried to wither away from him, but I couldn't move. I stared in horror as he began to crawl up onto my bed, still murmuring something. And that's when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all. So I got up and I went to work. And after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. I wasn't even going to write this Twitter, but since it, it, since it wouldn't be really new information. But tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went into my phone to find a picture from a couple of days ago and saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll from last night. He did a shite in the cat box, didn't he? I better just show you. Turn up the brightness because they're pretty dark. So then there's a series of photos, right? Yeah. I can't look at them because I'm afraid that there's something in them. Don't be ridiculous. Give me a look at them. You're going to have to turn up the brightness on them. I, I don't know how to do that. I'll just look and just scroll and see. Just. Oh, yeah, there's a little nipper wearing a stripy jumper or something. Yeah. You can... Oh, fuck, you can't really see. You'd have to save them and set up the brightness, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. But you do see something. Oh, there's a little blurry lad. Oh, <gasps> he's, he's much closer to him on that one. Oh, my God. There's one that says that this one took, like, is, like, absolutely, like, took his breath away. This is the one that made my heart drop. Yeah, you can see he's all blurry. And his little head is all sort of, his eyes are sank into his head. Oh, fuck And, like, he's me. moving, yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's all moving and everything, yeah. Oh, I can't cope. Oh, jeez, that's good. I don't know how he did this. This is good shit. 
How did he do it? Because it's actually real life and it's happening. He's been, it's a poltergeist. Listen, it's all shite happening. There's no such thing as an old poltergeist. Tell Adam that. Adam doesn't know what he's talking about. So now sitting there, my kid's freaking out. He says, I certainly won't be able to sleep. Just felt like I needed to get this out. Ah, he's, look, it's a great old horror story. But there's no way it's true. He, it's just not true. It's mad stuff. There's no such thing. There's some, <laughs> you can actually see. I know you can. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I wish you could see Suzanne's genuinely frightened face. What's the name of the account, the Twitter account? Dear David. No, so Adam under, or sorry, Moby underscore dickhead. Moby underscore no, dickhead. I can't even follow the account. Honest to God. Because I'm so freaked out by it. It's brilliant it is. You don't even follow it. Can't. You don't have to no, go look for it. No, I don't because then people send it to me and say, have you seen, like, Porek sent it to me this morning and was like, have you seen this? Have you got an update on this? Look what's, look what's happening. And I was like, oh God. Like it's like Nespresso we're listening to us. I have like a promotions Nespresso ad in my Twitter account. <laughs> it's as if they know. There he is, Moby Dickhead, right? You can follow it and keep me up to date. I most definitely will. I made a short story date. Oh, so that was back in the eight. So that's yeah, it's going on a while. Oh, oh it's look. going on since earlier in it's the year. It's not like... fucking real. He's got half a million followers on this shit. Oh, there's my phone beeping now. Bloody oh, Christ. Jesus. Yeah, yes, there's no way. There's no Just. way. Although I've had these unexplained things happen. I live with a, a friend of mine, the fireman, Jer, right? Right. And uh, he used to wake up every morning when we lived together for about the first few weeks. I was like, what the fuck is he doing out there? Slamming, bleeding doors and all this shit all the time. And uh, it was those fire doors. So if you didn't sort of softly close and they slammed like yeah. fuck behind you. And then he, he, we, we uh, were sitting down for breakfast one of the weekends and he just goes, listen, he, what the fuck do you be doing? He says to me, walking up and down the stairs and slamming the doors in the morning. So I said, I don't be doing it. That's you, you bollocks. And he said, no, it fucking isn't. And then I was there going, right, well, that is him. I don't know what he's doing this for, right? And then we were uh, in the gaff one day, right? I'm not able now, to be honest. Now we're in the gaff one day, right? And I said, you're after locking the fucking bolt lock on the door. I can't get out. I said, I fucking didn't. I'm there, you go, you fucking did. I can't get out. I, 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 he, oh, he was the only one who had the big long key. I had the small key. So I was there, you have to open the door to let me out, right? It would make sense for both of you to have the keys, though. I'll just say that. Huh? It would make sense for both of you to have a set of keys, but that's a side note. We both had small keys. He had the long deadbolt key, right? So we, so he unlocks it and goes, I didn't fucking do it, right? Whatever. And lets me out. So then I come back, he has it done again. I'm like, you fucking did it again, you cunt. And he's like, I didn't. <laughs> So, right, so this shit's going on and on and on. And then the both of us go out one day. Now I'm with them. I come back, the deadbolt is done again. Now nobody had been in and out, right? I'd be up the walls now. now. I'd be we were also in watching TV. Now there was this stool. We used to have a stool in the kitchen, right? Right. And I kept using it to keep the door open because it's the fire door. I kept slamming closed, right? So I would leave that to, to keep the door open, right? And then the both of us, we uh, were in the kitchen one of the days. So we got up, walked into his bedroom, heard the door go, whoop, bam, right? Walked like back this. into the kitchen, the stool that was holding the door closed was across the room by the window. Stop it! And the door was shut. I can't actually deal. Now, obviously, there was someone in the fucking house or something was going on that we weren't aware of. Oh, says he a minute ago, it was like, no such thing as ghosts. No, that, that's you what I mean. Obviously, some, obviously a living person or something was, or an animal or something. I don't know. Because there's no such thing as ghosts. But it was the freakiest. Oh, that's the stool. But it, <laughs> 
Ah, well, it's still... I can't explain it, is what I'm saying. But just because I can't explain it doesn't mean it's supernatural. It's just we never figured it out. But it was a mad place anyway. This is the place I was living in where there was this couple lived above us mm. and they used to fight and fight and fight all day long. And then your man, one day, jumped off the two-story balcony, broke both his legs and lay on the ground going, Look what you made me do now, you fucking bitch! Yeah, so that was it. Wasn't exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, like considering the, the block we ever. lived in, it was probably him trying to get away from her, moving shit around, in hope that he's at ask. Maybe they were fighting because the ghost was fucking shit around their gaff, and they thought it was, was. Uh, each other. You'd never know. You'd never know. Horrendous. So there um, you go. Do you believe in ghosts and ghoulies and goblins and all that shit? I don't know. I think I'm too. I'm too much of a scaredy cat to believe in them. Like because if I believed <laughs> in them, I'd never sleep again. Like I just. I think I don't know. I like I don't know I just it makes like it makes scientifically it makes no sense do you know what I mean like no it doesn't make any sense it doesn't but then just, just for fear of putting the shits up myself yeah like yeah they're there they're <laughs> real <laughs> um, no I, I try not to because I am a sucker for those things like I, I think you did the Halloween show but like I've done I did a Halloween show years ago on FM 104 and we went to Wicklow jail and they like essentially they 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 planted the seed. Do you know what I mean? Like they they psyched us up so much that you genuinely believed you'd see anything. And then they they put me in a in a cell. They locked me. Like they told this whole story about these kids in the cell and what they looked like. Oh Jesus, yeah. And then they see, locked, that freaked me out. Yeah, Even though so I know it's a lot of shit. That with shit's... A, with a psychic, they locked me into a cell. And he was like started to go uh he was like, it was all very calm, but like my phone, because like when you go to the logicness of it, like, like honestly, my phone didn't work because it was a cell and it was built in like the 1400s. I, know, I was actually there uh, for Halloween. I went yeah. into a week and you can't, there's no phone signal. No, there's no phone, phone signal because my phone wouldn't work. And then I had a radio work mic. And of course, my radio mic didn't work because it's not going to get through the walls. And then our, 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 all the power kept draining out of batteries and all stupid thing happened but they put me into the cell with this psychic and I, they had implanted so much stuff in my head and I'm just really susceptible <laughs> and then with that then it was all very calm and then your mom was like hello I think there's a little girl in the room and he was like and then I kept going they just planting things going you can her long hair or the, you know you can see the back of her head or she wants to try and get out and then you, and then you could hear like I don't know whether they plant them in the Playing yeah, so you could hear like a like a kids. kid crying and or nothing scarier than bleeding kids. And I straight up, <laughs> no exaggeration, they got the best fucking radio out of me because I had an absolute nervous break, like a straight up nervous <laughs> breakdown <laughs> to the point that I couldn't breathe. And I was like, I was getting so frustrated because they were all the way upstairs in what they call the ship. Were you there? Open the yeah, the open very, the ship. Yeah, the yeah, ship. yeah. It's brilliant. And I was right the way down the very end at the bottom cell right the way so they're all the way ah, miles up here with your head delivered, and they left yeah. me down there so then they can't and they were like no 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 don't worry Stephen has a key he'll come and open the door like don't even worry about it and I'm like bashing on the door go get me and like my panic and your man is going there's definitely there's definitely the jailers coming and I like when I say I fell out of the cell onto the ground and was I was like I couldn't get out I couldn't like was going <laughs> and I had to cut myself off because like, ah. I was and I remember because I was only going out with Joey a short while and I rang Joey 
the whole way because we were driving home at two o'clock in the morning like, from Wicklow. He was like, I'm breaking up with this maniac. Yeah, she's like, a fucking, she's having a fucking episode. I was like, the whole way home I had to talk to him because I was so, I was so freaked out and it was funny like then loads of people who had heard it when it went to air, loads of people heard it or whatever and were just like, it was because I, I gave them Radio Gold. They had got me in such a bad spot that I was like shit myself yeah. I couldn't go up for the seance in the ship I didn't make it to there I was a quivering mess in the room the tech room with all the lights on sitting with a cup of tea going rattling <laughs> yeah uh, I shouldn't myself. have you see the thing is I'm, I'm fuck, I sound like I'm really confident I know what I'm talking about and I'm all I don't give a shit about anything but the t- fact is I oh, that's only the last few years I've gotten all that piss out of my system because it was like I was always terrified of horror films when I was a kid growing up. Yeah, fucking like terrified. I remember we went to see, not even horror films, just any sort of stupid fucking movie used to scare the bollocks out. We went to see The Sixth Sense. Remember The Sixth Sense? Oh, yeah, out? The Breath. Yeah, well, you met, well, I was sitting in the cinema, right? When we, when we bought you, Jerry again, the two of us sitting in the cinema. You and Jerry, two best friends. Yeah. And I was sitting there, and uh, you, do you remember the part in the, in the movie where he's in a tent in the house? Oh, and yeah. then this girl comes oh, in and he goes, yeah. how are you? And she goes, Rah! she gets sick and you can see where the back of her head was blown off, right? So yeah. that happens, right? And, and a few people got I a fright. But I went, Aah! and I stood up <laughs> and Jerry goes, sit down. And, I went, and he goes, sit down, man. And I got such a fright. I didn't even go out the left or the right. I turned around and I walked over the five logs, fucking rows of chairs to the back of the room, over them. I walked over them on top of people, over children, over adults. Shouldn't have been there anyway. With me popcorn and me coke still in me fucking hand. In me fucking hand. I ran out of the cinema and I sat in the car, I sat in the car, out in the cinema car park, looking at the fucking hedge, listening to the radio until the movie was over and he came out because I got such a fright, I couldn't go back in. It scared the living hoop off me. It scared the fuck out of me. Your coping skills are always something I really... Yeah, yeah, well, you see, I'm better now. <laughs> Especially you had, like, a panic attack in herself. I like. went ape shit. I went fucking mad. I, I made a total knob out so of myself. So then when you went to Wicklow Jail, were you just all a bit like, it's all just a bunch of hocus I pocus? I was grand in Wicklow Jail. Yeah, it was grand. But I wasn't hocus but it's just so scary. Did you do that for, for radio stuff? No, just for Halloween. Oh, just for the crack? Yeah, just for Halloween. Oh my God, myself brilliant. and John McNally went down for Halloween. Hilarious. And it was great crack. It's brilliant. It's a really good experience, actually, if you want to go and do something to scare the shit out of yourself. But it's go. eerie. The shit that actually went on but, there but see that See, that's the problem up. with it as well, is that like the stuff that actually... like really happened the reality of what they did to people in there and like stuff that people got locked up for and stuff and the amount of children that were in the jail oh, as well it's bad, and yeah. that was probably it like it was just the idea of a oh, man the idea you know at the start of the tour when they tell you the fucked up ways that it was run because it was the Brits used to run it and then you would get locked up in this huge it this, well it's not this huge room it's a fucking pretty small room it's about maybe twice the size of this room mm. we're in now which is sort which of is a small great, room which you can always see because you're on a podcast yeah and they put like 60 to 100 people in yeah. it at a time and they uh, you were only if you were good would you be given food mm. and only and it, like nobody was allowed out to the toilet yeah. so you just had to shit where you stood yeah. and, and the standing uh, room only there wasn't enough room to and crouch. if anybody made a noise they wouldn't come in and clean it mm. so you could be in there for fucking weeks in your own shit and then if you got sentenced to you had to work to pay for your own food in the prison and if you didn't work you starved and then if you got hung or they were going to kill you you had to pay for your rope and if you didn't pay for your rope they fucking hung you anyway and they would charge your family and if your family couldn't afford to pay for your execution and your rope they put them in the fucking shit room until they could Jesus Christ when you think and you're standing in the middle of this room and the original door of that room is on the side of the you can touch it and it's they said it weighs 500 kilos it's a half a tonne 
half a ton door, keeping a hundred people, up to a hundred people locked in a room full of shit. Yeah. And you're like, this is a freaky fucking but place. Even the walls. Kids, women, men, all yeah. mixed together. There was no separation. No. Jesus like, even the walls Christ. Where they would have been in the cells together and like just little like marks on the walls. Oh, Jesus. Like, it's fr- like it is yeah, freaky. Yeah, the like- places where they sort of picked, a, they wrote in some, a lot of pro sort of Republican stuff yeah. at the time and then where they tr- tried to carve ships. Yeah. The pictures of ships and stuff. You're like, this is a scary shitting place. Yeah. And then they showed you the torture chambers. So there's that one torture room where they used to torture the shit out of people and the stuff. The shackles are still in the wall where they would whip people. Yeah. And then they saw, they said outside, they used to do this thing where they pour like lead onto the fo- like molten lead yeah. onto the top of their fucking head and of course it would, lots of people would get blinded it would go into their eyes and then they would peel it off after it went hard and yeah, pull your scalp off with it. what the fuck yeah. mental mental stuff says more about us that that was a great night out to go and watch this this, this yeah. place you know what I mean but uh, what a, that's it's a, history for you it's a scary it is a scary, scary yeah we'll try place. them lock in a fucking cell at half eleven at night and tell you there's a little girl in there trying to get out you too will have the shits up you no bollocks to that um, I've been to Mount Joy a few times and they're all alive and it was scary enough <laughs> never mind all of that fucking crap uh, we got a tweet actually I went to say um, about to ask us about what our thoughts were on um, on the GAA players of the year or do we have who would who would be our GAA player? Well, here? the fact that Cluxton got overlooked is the greatest lo- it's the greatest fucking joke, that. the greatest joke in GAA ever. So he Stephen Cluxton is the uh, Dublin keeper, the greatest Dublin player of all time. One of the greatest players of the all time. The man who redefined Period. his position, uh, the position of a goalkeeper in GAA. But isn't it funny if you ever look at Stephen Cluxton as well? He's never got man of the match. Yeah, it's a it's a such like, a load of shit, like? and to be skipped an all star though, like it's a load oh, it's of disgusting, shit. Like, it never yeah. should for those that don't know, a GAA all stars, it's an award you get sort of. There's a player of the year, and then every position sort of gets one too. Yeah. That's fair to say. Yep, and they build this like 15 man team of the best 15 people in those of positions the over the year, yeah. out of the whole country. Stephen Cluxton's by far the best goalkeeper that has ever played the fucking game. Yeah. And he's never, has he ever no, won an all star? He's never won an all star. And Which now, to my knowledge, he's never won an all star. And now he's had three all Ireland finals in a fucking row, though. Yeah. Three, oh, in sorry, a row. three in a row. Yeah. He's got five Leinsters in it. Oh, did they get Leinster? No, they missed the Leinster, didn't they? But they He's done five Leinsters in a row. They had uh, they've all of this shit, all of it. It's all sitting there and uh, fucking. But then it's really funny because then someone said they they, this is not. No, he's not the best. They sent me a message and they were like, "Oh, you're probably delighted because Jack McCaffrey got one." I'm delighted for Boo Boo. You know, I love my little Boo Boo. But actually, he wouldn't have been my first choice for that position. And I love Boo Boo. I know you. I do. love him. <laughs> so do I. He's the only fucking lad from our club that's on the bleeding team. I love team. my little boo boo. I do. I have. I you know. And which so that's the irony of it is that as much as I you know I think he's deadly, he wouldn't be my first choice for that position. And then then again, and there you have Stephen Cluxton that you just go makes no sense. So there you go. There are that's our guy. Do you want an animal fact? Yes. Do Hold it. on. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Brilliant. <laughs> a male damselfly, damselfly, D A M S E L F L Y. Damselfly sounds like to me. A male damselfly's tiny penis contains <gasps> an even thinner spoon to scoop out leftover sperm oh, from another male's in a female's from other males in a female's vagina. <laughs> What? So basically, so his, uh, he has a little male Mickey going, ladle. Yeah, he's, Mickey he's ladle. a Mickey, Mickey ladle. It yeah. cleans out the lady's vagina. 
Yeah, so he, if he was going to go and have sexual activity with another damselfly, but then when he gets there, another damselfly had been there and left some of his semen, he just goes, it's all right, hold on a second there, Rosaline. And then he gets out his tiny little scoop and he scoops out what's left of the S- semen. No and sloppy then he goes, seconds. Clean as a whistle. Right. No sloppy seconds. I'm coming on board. He literally goes in and does the thing. He goes a clean up and all first. What a gentleman insect he is. Huh? Thank you, Badger UK 90. What a gentleman. A Mickey Ladle. Who wouldn't want a Mickey Ladle? Hashtag Mickey Ladle. I would love a Mickey Ladle. Of course, I'd use it to eat me porridge. But it's a, be an amazingly handy well, thing to have. Well, a little Mickey Ladle. That's not its thing, but um, a Mickey Ladle. We can, you could have that as part of your um, cock prop. Do you know all your cock props that you're going to make? Am I? You, I thought you were going to make little props for penises that people can dress their penis up. You could have a little ladle. It's a little suit, yeah. yeah. I think you should I'm call a them little PJ's baker. cock props. A little baker penis suit. Yeah. Although I don't know what a baker looks like, but a little, a little chef's hat. A little baker chef's hat and a little apron, a little penny. Fucking um, great. Brian I have O'Connor. to start posting pictures of these on the uh, Dublin Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe um, Brian O'Connor it was actually last weekend is PJ Gallagher doing the RNLI because obviously you run the RNLI now uh, Reindeer run in Marley Park on Sunday a handy 10k no I can't do week. runs I can't run I've had too many operations on my leg I can run very briefly but I, I wouldn't excuse. be able to run 10k it, well it is an excuse I but for run. once it's actually a perfectly feasible one but I am doing a gig for the RNLI uh, I'm doing a comedy gig for the RNLI on the 4th of March in the Pavilion Theatre in Dunleary. Are, are they going to give you your wellies? What do you do this? They'll be like, do the gig with the yellow wellies. wellies. Yeah, hopefully that'll be a presentation. Somebody, like, there should be a presentation at the end. Yeah, which I give yellow you, wellies, yeah. To give you, uh, definitely give you a thing. Meet Azuki, the most adventurous hedgehog from Japan. Azuki is probably the cutest hedgehog you'll ever meet. Everything is cute about him. His ears, his nose, his roundness. He likes people all over the world. He has 240,000 followers on Instagram. Azuki is the most famous hedgehog in Japan. If not the world, he likes Massages, warm baths, and most of all, apples. <laughs> it would seem that Azuki, the hedgehog, here he is living in his little tent. It would seem Azuki, ah, the brilliant. Japanese hedgehog, is trying to get in on Pidge the Pigeons. Actually, look at his little He canoe. is. Look at him. Yeah, he's trying to get in. Pidge Pigeons still are a man. He has a little picnic. It's kind of amazing the actual amount the of detail that's gone into far, this. They, they? they do. They the Japs really, really do. They to carry for that much appreciated. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there, I'm just trying to go through because loads of people have uh, have tweeted. Oh, another animal fact. Ah, go on. Oh, you don't need a jingle again. A blue... Why are they all of the same thing? A blue whale's heart beats eight to ten times a minute and it has veins large enough for humans to swim in. Arteries, surely. It says veins, but veins spelt vans, but whales yeah, well, are... <laughs> it's definitely arteries. The veins are too small, but you can spot, you know, they ha- the arteries at the... That ar- can't be. Arteries big enough for a human to swim yeah, in. Yeah, I've heard that before, yeah. Oh, I've heard that before, yeah. I don't know why you'd be there, but also... You wouldn't be in there. You shouldn't be in there. You'd, you'd kill the fucking whale if you did get in there, but they are big enough to get into. You'd be a blockage. You'd essentially be killed a whale. But it's, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, that's, they're that big. They're monsters. They're monsters in the sea. They are that, aren't they? No, oh, they're I've, amazing. I've been, I've been whale watching. I've seen them. Would you eat whale? Give it a half a chance. If it's already so it's dead. It's blubber, isn't it? Well, I don't know if it, you can get to the meat. You know the way? Because I watched the documentary there uh, about, you know the way there's all this shit about the the Japanese and they it's, they still go whaling and it's, it's really frowned on and stuff. I watched the documentary from their point of view. Mm. Now, why they do it? It's a bit of propaganda going on. But they, but it's an everything, PJ, isn't it? It's an everything. Oh, Jesus. But uh, would you eat a whale? Would you eat a bit of whale? If I'd it was put in front of you? Yeah, yeah, I'd probably would you? try it. Like. You're savage. Jeez, you're savage. Fuck There's no off. stopping you. You came in here 
earlier, right? It's six months you're ago. Fucking, you're you fucking given this, it. I don't eat this. You came in with white flipper. bread. Flipper, <laughs> flipper's a fucking dolphin. White bread has no feelings. White bread isn't a fucking. White bread's just a bit of shit that you put butter on. I'm just saying. You're, you you're were comparing like, scoffing flippers L one. It's not. And it's again, fucking flipper white is bread. dolphin. You eat fucking tuna. Stop giving me shit. I don't eat tuna. Yeah, but gee. I've never tasted it, but I don't eat it. Yeah, it was fucking I draw a line. <laughs> um, a big hello to Alison who emailed in. My husband, Gaz, this is actually totally sums up everything. My husband, Gaz, put me onto your podcast, which has been a blast to listen to when I'm tootling around in the car in Hull. I made the mistake of listening to it when I went for a tattoo cover-up. Oh, yeah. I've been psyching myself up for ages for the pain. I thought the podcast would be a good distraction and pressed on. Yours, two minutes in, I was trying not to laugh and trying to keep dead still, but started to shut it really badly. The tattoo man patted my shoulder and asked, seriously, are you crying? Do you want me to stop? I put my palm <laughs> up and said, give me a minute so I could change to something a little bit more sobering to get through the drilling for the next two, three hours. Remember that when you're getting tattoos. I put you back on in the car when I let out a big sweary after all the pain. You make me laugh, but I also love the fact that you chewed the fat over some serious stuff it really makes me think about life in Ireland keep them coming Suzanne and PJ to Alison in all East Yorkshire there's my all accent for you see cover ups what were you covering up Alison is the question huh hmm? hopefully huh? it was something real natty I love natty tattoos hmm? I love them I wonder what it was who cares as long as it was a natty she send us a picture of it she's bound to have an old picture of it yeah send a picture of what you wear an old devil like shoveling coal it? up her arse or something maybe it was, was it like an, an old school uh Remember lo- oh, loads of girls I went to school with got what with dolphins, you know the dolphins mark. jumping over the boobies. Yeah, Mark Own. Yeah, dolphins. and then there's the Chinese symbols where the thing and the lads got all the tribal shit. His name on his back. Somebody had a lot of lads then all got barcodes. Yeah, on their yeah, arms. that was the thing as well. Yeah, there was loads of this, those trends just happening. You have the, all of them. All oh, over I have loads of shit all over me. Yeah, I love them though. But I don't care. I, I'm gonna be still filling myself up forever and ever. I love it. Like, oh, have you been to? Have you bought Lilo and Stitch for um, a dog beer? The Adelphi in Dublin have dog beer back in stock. Where's the I don't even know where that is. The Adelphi is somewhere in Dublin. It's an Adelphi bar and they sell dog beer. We initially got four cases, but we ran out, said Tony McCabe from the Adelphi, uh, in just one week. It was like Cruffs in the Adelphi last Sunday. I thought you would have been there with Lilo or Stitch. Well, I didn't even know it was a thing. I'd have to go back one of the days. So the one I know is Street 66 is the one. No, the Adelphi oh. now, are, they've dog beer. Isn't that irresponsible? No, there's no alcohol in it. It's just fuzz. Oh, well, that's false advertising. It's then. not. That's like there's alcohol free beer for people as well. Like, I don't see the point in that. I just. Well, like it's they, like yeah. when you're pregnant, you'll always get some fucking idiot will go, why don't you have an alcoholic beer? Why would I? Well, it's like what's, Dave McSavage says, isn't point? it? It's like going down on your sister. Okay, It tastes no. the same, but it's not right. That's what he always says. He says it's like going down on your sister. It tastes the same, How is but that it's an not right. when it comes to beer? Like, I actually <laughs> feel fucking ill. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. But you know what I mean. It's not pretty disgusting. Like that is the worst analogy ever. Like yeah, but it's sort of like, there's an accuracy to it at the same time. Just what's the point? Netflix. Have you seen Alias Grace? I have, what and do you think? I think it's all right. Oh, okay. And I was really looking forward to it because it's good. the same woman, Margaret Atwood, that yeah, wrote the fucking Handmaid's Tale, which is the best thing I think I've ever seen in my life. My favorite television I have ever seen. Yeah, I can't cope with the Handmaid's Tale, so maybe that's oh. why I like Alias Grace. But it's just like somebody's reading <laughs> oh. me a book. That's the only problem with it. And your woman's amazing in it. Mm. Jesus she's amazing in it uh, and actually your man's pretty good too but she steals the show hands down yeah. steals the show. although I don't really believe she's supposed to be like 13 or 14 or whatever she's supposed no, to be she's not, like, yeah she is because she gets her first no, period know, and, all, and you're like she's like fucking 28 years old or something Yeah. and you start going that's hard to believe but she's brilliant 
I don't know, I'm gonna, I've only seen two of them. I'm going to stick with it because it is pretty good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought I it was going to fall for head so, over heels. I think the third or the fourth episode is really goofy. I think it's really like meh. And then the last two are really good. So. Right, yeah. Anything else on Netflix that we're liking at the moment? The Crown is back in December. New that Queen. was good. I really didn't even want to like that, but I did. Mm. I fucking you're liked so it. Anti-British, you know. Well, I'm not anti-British. I just think the monarchy's a load of jokes. You see the fucking Paradise Papers? Did you see the Paradise Papers? Oh, it's the funniest story ever. I know it's about a week old now at this stage, but fuck me, it was amazing. Queenie was hiding her taxes. Do you see that? Everybody is though. But the Queen of fucking England. Well, she probably was. She's on the dole, right? She's on the dole. She was. If I was getting paid the same as her on the dole, I'd be fucking honest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly it would. She's an El Crow on the I can doll. guarantee she's she not takes... 193 quid a week and has to, no. has to show herself every six weeks to see that she's genuinely seeking employment. You would think the least that someone who's t- living off the taxpayer could do is declare her fucking taxes honestly <laughs> in the country where she's claiming her. them from. Like, would you fucking stop? Whatever uh, Bono, right? At least he earns his few quid. He just pays tax in a different country though, doesn't he? We'd, well, yeah, and then there's way... These Paradise Papers are showing how people can like not pay at all. And then... Ah, but come on, if big, I what earning. I love about Ireland though was it was fucking amazing. So the Queen it, it get called got called out in the Parliament in England, right? On uh, by Jeremy Corbyn, right? Saying it's a disgrace, right? She had to be investigated. Off with says, his right? Head. Oh yeah, yeah, that's she'd love it that way. But she's a hideous nut like the old days. I'd have him shot, right? But it's all right. That's page four. If he goes fucking missing in a tunnel in France, we'll all know. Well, that was page four of the Daily Mail on the day it came out, right? right. That was page four. Page two of the Daily Mail, right, was about um. Fucking that race car driver in from England, Hamilton, yeah, and how he Lewis was Hamilton. doing it, right? Yeah. And Bono, mm. page number one, front page, the cover of the Daily Mail, Mrs. Brown's boys, the three of them from Mrs. Brown's boys were on, and fucking Panorama, the fucking so investigative journalist, they doorstepped your woman from Mrs. Brown's boys about her tax evasion. No way. Yeah, or tax avoidance. Apparently, they're two different it's things because it's not legal. Because it's not illegal. It's not, what they're doing is not illegal because I have a bit of kind of like a, I kind of know a little bit about yeah, it. You so know what they're doing? It's like it's a lo- it's a fake loan system, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So you set up this comp. This company well, gets set up. People can lose a lot of money. Like. You can. Some people can gain a lot of money, but like businessmen and stuff in Ireland lost. Cause I was reading about it last night actually, and a lot of businessmen in Ireland, like kind of you know middle ground businessmen and and kind of higher up, whatever, like like, like small millions, not like Mrs. Brown boys lost millions, lost like millions and stuff. So like in this, what is it? Not avoidance is avoidance the right avoidance word. Yeah, the, the avoidance one, yeah. scheme or whatever. But there's avoidance and evasion. Avoidance yeah, no, they is were legal. Avoiding. Uh, evasion is yeah, illegal. Yeah, so what they're doing is is legal. It's just isn't it kind of just on the cost? Oh, it's just like it's a loophole. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's whether it's ethical or not yeah. is the problem. And then if you get if you get caught out, you have to pay it back. Yeah. yeah, and people are saying, well, yeah, although these no, people won't do. have to no, pay no, it back. No, you do, because it, like, it's so many. Gary Barlow, loads of people in the UK got done for it a couple of years ago. Yeah, by the same fucking solicitor yeah. that did Jimmy Carr's one. Remember, he got yes. reef. He's the same guy, it's the same the same accountant, not, sorry, not solicitor, that was looking yeah. after fucking... Um, yeah. The Brown, the Brown's Brown Boys gang. But they, I'd say they had a fairly good idea it was coming. I don't know. Oh, uh, because well, yeah, they were talking about you know your man and Mrs. Brown's boys. He dresses up as a hot dog for a living, right? Yeah, uh, Danny is it? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he says he's claiming he hadn't a fucking notion. But of course, although they Rory didn't. Cowan and Brendan uh, O'Carroll himself, they they're not implicated in this at all. Rory Cowan's turned around and says, no, I, he goes, I didn't like the idea of this shit at all. He turned it down. He seems to be a very honest chap, doesn't he, Rory Cowan? I, and for whatever reason, he's left Mrs. Brown's boys. I think he's he's left with a clean bib. But I don't oh, he think, has. I, but I don't think all is. 
as it seems there. Do you know, like he just left. He just finished on his last show and was gone. When it's bigger like, than ever. You know what I mean? It's bigger than ever. And there was no big, like I know what it's like to leave a job and they don't even give you a fucking going away card. You know you're not leaving on the best, cir- like in the best circumstances if that's the case. So if he's such a pinnacle member of Mrs. Brown Boys, then why wasn't there a hoo-ha about it? Oh, I don't we, know. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. So he seems to be quite down the line. Brandon O'Carroll spends his time in the US so you wouldn't know who looks after that. And then it's all he, of these. Uh, he seems straight up. He's no one saying that about Brandon, but it's the young and it's the daughter and the uh, the but husband. But there's so many. It's the same. I guarantee if they have the same agent and stuff in the UK, that so many of them, like James Corden, Jimmy Carr, like all of them, Gary Barlow, they, and that was all like whatever it was four years ago. But they have to pay it back. I don't I know. Because no, I know Jimmy Carr made a decision to pay it back. Because if it's not illegal, then no, why should you like, have to? They can come after you. You can be in court. You'll have to pay it back. I don't know if it's not illegal. How do they make you do it if it's no, not illegal? It's not because then they because but then because they, they break it down and they go through where the tax goes and how they've claimed it and what is and then you'll find out that somewhere along the line that Jimmy Carr apparently was selling fucking I don't know ice creams off an ice cream van and that's where his tax <laughs> shifted to. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because he's technically never taken earnings from the company. Mm. He's only taken loans from the company. Yeah. The thing is, he's just never going to pay those loans back. Yeah, I think I think somewhere there's a loophole that they 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 got. Oh. Oh, this would be fucking great yeah, to watch. So anyway, the, it's amazing watching. Bono's gas. I love that. Love that. Those people actually because they they tweeted the Dublin podcast about it. And they're like, "Have we seen Mrs. Brown's boys? Is gone. They're gone rogue." But it's like, I suppose to be honest, if I was a millionaire and someone said to me, "This isn't illegal," and if you never get caught, you're absolutely dancing dilly. Here you go. Do you want to save yourself two million? I'd be like, sign me up for that shit, but don't put my signature on it. And I don't know anything about it. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, you know, I think everybody, the only problem people have with it is that you have to earn hundreds of thousands to qualify yeah. to do this rich. legal loophole. Yeah. And they won't have you if you don't make So it is, it is the 1%, the, the one rule for them yeah. and the oh, other rule for the rest of us. Yeah. And that's what really fucks people off yeah. about the whole thing. Whereas otherwise you kind of think, ah, like fucking good enough, you, much, you found a way. How much money are you making? And why do you need to make more? Like, why are you that greedy? I like, know. It, it is like that. You're that greedy. Like, and the thing about and it's like, I, I read a, a thing online. I felt bad for him actually because it's like Danny O'Carroll. It's Brendan O'Carroll's son. Like, and someone would have put up and they were like, going, you've never worked a day in your life. You've fucking feasted off your dad's name. You've made all these millions. You don't have to worry about Jeez. jack shit. You and your family, and you can't even pay your tax. I was like, going, like that's, you know what I mean? That's that's puke in the back of your mouth stuff do you know oh, what I mean it's, it's going to be a rough like, run for them now and there's nothing like an Irish person to begrudge the fucking shit out of you especially when Even it comes to money you fucking mess up when it comes to money. Say, when it comes to money, like you think we're regurgitating, but if like even if they don't pay tax themselves, they will they'll still ha- they have you hung, drawn, and quartered for it. Like oh, big it's time, not a yeah. tax bill even in this country. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, even if it's not a tax bill in this country, say they own a tax bill and it's not even in this country, they will still go. Bleeding bollocks you. Yeah you fucking bastard you Look at you well, I thought it was you're I thought it was a bit hardcore wanker. It was a bit like You know what I mean Oh they're in serious shit They're in serious serious shit But, but they're uh, not going to get locked up or anything It's not no, like they're going to be doing Mrs Brown's boys from fucking Weefield you In know fact I mean? Brendan O'Carroll's such a gas bastard I imagine it's going to be a subject of It'll be in the It'll be in the episode It'll be in the episode It'll be in the episode He definitely yeah. will be Like he'd be slagging off the tree And going You don't have an end of a few quid yeah. There'll be all of that sort of crack going on Then again you never know where Brendan's money is So he might be saying fuck all about it He's like he looks. He looks straight up. In fact, they can't catch him on anything. So 
you know what I mean we'll see we'll see well, he might not to catch him on they're saying the it's he the tip so of much. the iceberg oh yeah but it, like this started a couple of years ago when the first round of them were done and now it's just getting worse and worse again but like you know well the I mean? Panama papers were the first ones yeah and that was all like the bankers and this and that you know, but these like paradise papers this is all like the people you know these but are the see, celebs they start, but they've, they've had them for quite a while and they have it comes to so there's injunctions and stuff to stop them coming out and then eventually they, they override those injunctions because it's costing so much money so the like to Jimmy Carr and all of those the injunctions got so far that they kind of just went just fuck like, they'll name them so what they'll do is they'll have like a, an unknown banker here a celebrity well known and then they'll have an, <laughs> a, you know and a, you know somebody else like a, some other businessman there and they'll release so they'll release those three names and you'll go I don't know him don't know who he is don't know who she is but fuck me I know that that's Jimmy Carr but boom I'll have that one and they keep doing that they keep flushing yeah. them out so they're they're in the middle of all of those names and now they just have a essentially a booklet oh it's brilliant <laughs> it's a great story to read though it's great seeing what they do and what they get up to and all. like we all know what they do we all know they're up to something but it's very hard to know what exactly they're up to so when you read these stories it's like all of a sudden it explodes in front of your face like ho ho holy shit but you never expect the Mrs. Brown's boys cast being the front of the fucking newspapers and for being taxed. four pages back. And never mind that old whore. Like hey, she's... hey, hey, take it easy now on Lizzie, right? There's no need. <laughs> What's she ever done to you other than not pay her tax? Mm, yeah, I guess she's never done anything personally to me. I Just take, the country. I take it back. <laughs> 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 um, oh, how is the geez. gigging going by the way pretty good we, pretty good the, finish up. the tour has been going really well we had a uh, Vicar I saw Street. you were in Vicar Street how was that very good yeah we had great fun at the Vicar Street gig it went deadly I saw the, you in a coat did you nick coat. coat I did rob someone's coat again something I've been doing a lot you of on this tour lot, yeah then, although I still go back to when I saw you in the pavilion in Dunleary and uh, you had your woman's bag <laughs> and oh, there was yeah. that like real cross section of the audience where, where the lads, the lads, are, lads going, are going oh we're, we're looking at our handbag and the women are like don't you fucking dare <laughs> look at that woman's bag uh, yeah, it's so, full of all of her mystery girl things they're yeah. all in there <laughs> so I, they, it's all gone well so all the big ones are over now so I just can ride it out now there's, I'm doing the GB Sean Carlo this week that was last week oh yeah, yeah that was last week and then I'm doing Tullamore Roscommon where am I going Donny Gall yeah yeah I'm sort of salt, smoothing it out now it's, just, it's cooling down so when now. are you finishing for the like... 9th of December Jesus is the last is the last one of the dickhead tour yeah and then You've nothing for till Christmas. You're going away. No for Christmas. gigs. No yeah, gigs. I'm going away for Christmas, and then yeah, then the New the Year's going to start and dizzy go. Heights. Yeah, the dizzy heights. You may fucking laugh. I haven't had a day off for bleeding months. You said you were going to go to Miami, which I was really excited about, and then he went, "No, actually, I'm going to Lance. This is Irish yeah. as you get. Like, I know you can't. It's a pain in the hole. Anyway, I, I should have gone to Miami. I love Donald Trump. He makes me laugh so much every day. He makes me laugh. He makes me laugh every fucking day, Suzanne. Every day. I mean, of the horrified nonsense of the man has gone. He just makes me laugh every fucking day. Did you see the face on him when he blanked that kid at Halloween? Did you see him? That's one of the funniest things I've and ever if seen. And you have any weight issues, so that's okay. Help yourself. Did you see the, the kid in the dinosaur, and he just came, he just blanked him. Wouldn't talk to him. He was happy with all the other kids, and he just blanked them. And then he, he has, like and then an amazing thing a couple of weeks ago where he said, uh, "You're quoted as saying you've the best memory in the world." I don't remember saying that. It's fucking hilarious. But you did. I don't think I did. We can show you the video. Well, I do have a very good memory, but I don't recall that whatsoever. Like, that's fucking hilarious. He's batshit. It's fucking hilarious. it's been a year. Like, I actually it's can't believe it's been a year. He's going like, to see the term. I oh, wouldn't well, be, yeah. I, we, we talked about this we, I got a, a campaign ago. for him to get the second term. Because... Oh, God. Because it's... <laughs> 
I uh, want Michelle Obama to run, but they said it's too soon, isn't it? She, they reckon. Oh, uh, she won't be nearly the same crack. She'd be all of serious. She won't. That's what you want. She'd be all into policy and shit. It's because you're living here in yeah. your ivory tower. You're like, man, fuck yeah. them over there with Trump. Like, yeah, yeah, but fuck, I want to watch the sitcom, the Trump sitcom. It's amazing. The Trump show, literally. He's, he is, he makes me smile every fucking day. When's the last time you could say that about the president of any That's country? That's actually very, very true. He's, I actually listened to Katrina Perry, who's the Washington correspondent who's taken over the 6 one news. She's just written a book about yeah, it. I she really hates want to him. read it. But she doesn't. She seems kind of nonplussed about it. She doesn't commit either way because she's a fucking journalist. So she's smart. And she's reading the news and all now. Yeah, so she has to be very anchor. Yeah, exactly. She has to have absolutely no opinion whatsoever, which anyway. But uh, but she was talking about that media storm, that kind of of her being in the, the White House when the call from Leo Varadkar came in. Yeah. And that she was there and he was like, yeah, the room is full of Irish press. There's loads of Irish press here. And then, then they he caught her eye and he's like, what? You? And like beckoned her with his fingers, like, come over here, what's your name? She's like, actually, I'm Perry, uh, or News. Where are you from? And he meant, like, as in, like, not lying Dublin kind of thing. And she went, uh, or News, Leo will, or the T Shock will know me, or whatever. And then she said, like, about how it just, like, the press all over the world just completely had escalated. She's like, there was panel shows talking about oh, yeah. whether she had been, like, an object or because justified. Trump or, said to her, she looks at, I'd say she looks after you well. Yeah. <laughs> she's smiling here she's smiling she's smiling she's got, she got a beautiful smile she's got a beautiful smile oh man he's a gas I just like that he said to the kids you've no weight issues here don't grow up to be like your parents the press yeah. no, no weight issues here it's like yeah, sti- you're a kid you can't call a kid fat oh, can't man. fat shame kids he's fucking can't fat shame anyone anymore but like you definitely can't do it with the kids yeah I don't know why but, <laughs> but we can't but yeah, just- I don't know why I don't know why we, we, we shame smokers I don't know why we shouldn't be saying to people that stop fucking sucking sugar all day long I don't know why anyway, you can't fine. you can't even have a fucking can of coke anymore now because there's going to be a sugar tax on it <laughs> you see the woman in fucking uh, where is she is she in Waterford she had an episode this week because Lucas ate half their sugar and she's always she's so upset she's like started a, a Facebook online campaign to, to get the sugar put back in her Lucas hate because she says it tastes so disgusting and she can't mix it with her alcohol anymore because it wrecks it and like she's really upset it's her life's mission fuck me this is her new thing she's so upset that they've tried to make it like in some way like healthy yeah, but then just have a healthy is. version and leave the sugary bits. It's like, but it's that thing of like, they, you know, when you get if you get a Chinese takeaway or whatever, and you get two cans of Coke with it because it's a treat. It's like your treat. Your, you know, most people have disposable income to go and do shit. If you have kids and you're at home, like, and you, your disposable income goes, your treat goes on a fucking takeaway, maybe on two cans of Coke. Yeah. And now it costs you extra to have your two, like your only little bit of. You know, guilt in the world is two cans of Coke on a fucking Friday night, one each, and they've now put it up. And may I point out, as it is in takeaways, a can of Coke that usually costs about 30p, they charge you 470 for one. Can Coke, yeah, 470 for the two of them. No, pear Coke. Yeah, pear Coke, yeah. It's fucked, yeah. And I then know. you get them, and they always say, not for resale. They've bought them in a fucking multi pack. I admire that. <laughs> That's that's you know that's capitalism. That's, that's how it works. And they only take fucking cash. That's the mentality that keeps us all aboard, <laughs> <laughs> all afloat. Them and Mrs. Mrs. Brown's boys, cash only. Can't trace it. Cash only. But yeah, so there you go. We're, we're, oh, I have to say as well, Humans of Dublin podcast. I did the Humans oh, of Dublin did, podcast. Yeah, yeah uh, with Derek. So if you want to listen to another podcast, uh, stick it in your ears. Have a shot of it. Uh, it's kind of like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you never float your own poop. I bet you it's brilliant. It's uh, not. Have a listen to it. Listen to Suzanne Kane being brilliant. I'm going to listen to it like later on today. I no, bet it's, it's like dead. it's a little bit serious though. And yeah, but that's what it's supposed to be. It's humans of Dublin. Fucking roasted for seriousness. But oh, yeah. I don't mind those fucking um, assholes. It was good. Cool. Yeah, the, the humans of Dublin <laughs> podcast is really, really good because I know you're going to do it soon. 
He hasn't asked me. Has he not? No. He said he was going to ask you. No, he never did. I'm sure he will. Well, you sure go, now. You're oh, after you're bullying him into it, aren't you? You, know, you? you asked me. I think people are... People always... This is the hilarious thing, right? You have an agent. You have an actual fucking agent, Yeah, but nobody right? wants to talk to your agent because they, they want everything for free. So so then, <laughs> uh, every Tom, Dick and fucking Harry sends me a message going, Can I, no, I can't ask PJ. Yeah, because they just want it for free. It, like, That's what they want. They want like, everything no, for free. Basically, when someone this. says, can no. you ask PJ, they mean, I want him to work for free. That's what they mean. No, it's not. It's just because no one wants... To, people... Yeah, no one wants to talk to your agent because they don't want to pay for anything. it's not even that, but... In the UK, it's just given, like, you just go, like, if you're a talent in the UK, they just go to the agent. It's Irish is so Irish. It's just like, I know someone who knows someone who knows someone. Just yeah. get, ring them on the phone and ask them to do it. But even if they want to pay you for it, they still don't want to They don't want to pay. They, they never want to pay. Having an agent is having notions. <laughs> I want fucking notions. I want an agent. I have no work for them to do or end the bus. Well, call them up. Tell them you want them to do something. Hello, do you want to be my agent? What are you doing? At the moment, pretty much just hanging out at home with my kids. I'd probably say, yeah, that's exactly what we need. You don't we know don't until you one. ask. We don't have one of those. We definitely don't have one of them. Anyway, that is episode... 89. Shit the bed. 89. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Dublin Podcast, but PJ puts fuck all up there. Um, oh. Suzanne.fm or PJ Gallagher on Instagram, Dublin Podcast <laughs> on Twitter, Suzanne KNFM and PJ Gallagher on Twitter. Peace and love. Good luck. Gloves. Bye. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.